Apple drops mail plugin support in Sonoma, and Silo hits the big time. This is Mac Voices. Mac Voices is supported by Notion. Do your most efficient work with Notion projects at notion.com slash macvoices. Welcome to Mac Voices. This is the talk of the Apple community, and I'm Chuck Joyner. Folks, it's Tuesday night, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific, whatever time that is, wherever you are. We are uh, on YouTube at youtube.com slash TV for Mac Voices Live. We would love to have you join us in the chat room. We've got some people in there already, and I'm sure that more will be joining us. Um, so if you aren't with us tonight, uh, don't worry, you aren't going to miss anything because this will show up eventually in the Mac Voices feed, but we definitely much rather have you here uh, live because it's a whole lot more fun when you're throwing comments and questions in the chat room and we get to respond to those like a bunch of trained seals. <laughs> <laughs> if the shoe fits, you know, um, I don't know what that was with. <laughs> Let's go around the room and see who's here tonight, and we'll get get this off the ground. Um, so taking my screen, everything is all confused tonight. Um, first up, Mr. Jim Ray, uh, sporting a MOOF t-shirt. Jim, good to have you. MOOF. A man of few words, as usual. David Ginsburg has, has traded the left side of my screen for the right up in the corner. David, good to have you. Good to be here. Thank you, Chuck. Uh, good, some good, some good things to not talk about tonight. And then without Jeff, it's we're going to be keep this orderly this week tonight. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. I have my doubts. <laughs> ben Rathig is here with a tie. Ben, it's good to see you. But I, I, I mean, you really don't need to put that on for this show. <laughs> hey, you know what? You know what they say: uh, dress for the job you want. And I want, and I want Webb's executive job. I see. Got it. Got it. Uh, Brian Flanagan Arthurs is here. Um, the beard is filling out, and um, he graduated a bunch of people today. Brian, great to have you. Thank you. Great to be here. Did did uh, the graduation go smoothly? It did. Yeah, it was very nice. Good. Good. Well, that's good. Well, I'm sure you sent some out into the cold, cruel world with at least a little bit of knowledge. Just Maybe. a little bit. Just yeah. a little. <laughs> Last but absolutely not least, in a in a blazing blue shirt, Mr. Webb Bixby. Webb, it's great to see you. I, I need my shades. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Um, Chuck, good to be here. And uh Ben, some days you can have my job. <laughs> and this almost was one of them. So oh, should we ask? No. Okay. <laughs> we then we won't. Then we won't. Um, let's get into some stuff, but let's um let's change it up instead of just hitting some of the hottest topics. I I want to um do a few Apple topics today that have that showed up. Uh I gotta find the chat, sorry. Um, that showed up this week. The first one is that Sonoma will drop legacy mail plugins for Apple Mail. And I know a few people that are more than a little upset over this um, because they live and die by some of the third-party mail plugins. Yeah. I don't know if that applies to anybody here. I It doesn't for me because I don't use Apple Mail. I use Gmail and uh, Mimecast. But how about you all? Does, does this 
bother you? Uh, is this something that's going to affect your life? It doesn't affect me because I use Edison Mail. However, uh, the currently not present Jeff Gamet, uh, this is throwing a giant curveball for him. Yep. Jeff, I think was one. Dave Dave Hamilton is one. Uh, our friend over at Mac Geek Gab. Um, I feel like there's some lessons here. You know, one of which is that if you're that dependent on any third-party application, you should always have a <coughs> pardon me, have a backup of some kind. Um, and you know, and, and I'm I want to be fair. I'm not sure there really is a good um, Apple Apple specific backup uh, that you know is not dependent on something in the operating system. So. I, I, I don't uh, understand what Chuck, you're saying, Chuck. It sounds like you're saying don't use extensions to Apple products. Not necessarily, Jim, but just that I, I just want you to, if, if you're going to be dependent on them, you just just have a, a plan B. Just, you know, well, in case. Nobody's going to be locked out of their email. They're just going to, you know, not going to be able to use their convenient workflows that they were used to. Right. And yeah. but but I, some folks will tell you those work workflows are essential that, you know, that's the only way they can do them. Web. Oh, I was just going to say, I, I do use Apple mail. That is my primary mail client. Um, and I, I've tried some of the other um, extensions and add-ons um, uh, plugins for, for Apple mail. Um, I didn't have any success with them. Uh, maybe I didn't give them enough time to kind of, flesh them out but one way or the other i didn't like it but um my my it people really want me to go to outlook but i really dislike outlook on the mac and especially on the iphone um so that's why i kind of stick with with the apple platforms for that so anyway it's i'm not worried about it i i, I do kind of wish that jeff or some of the other people that we know that uh, are dependent on them who probably have a much better workflows than i do um and uh it, it would be interesting to hear what, what they have to say so i i can't wait for them to uh to uh share their their um voices on mac voices so i, I think that you know for something like email i mean you're gonna you're dependent on somebody for for you know something for example right now i'm using MimeStream, um and i really like it it's a great app um, they just they just went uh, 1.0, you know, ended their beta and went 1.0 in the last uh, like two three weeks. But that's an app that is dependent on um, Gmail's API, um, and we've all seen what large companies can do with their APIs recently. Um, in fact, for many years, I used an app called Mailplane, um, which also was a, a Gmail, and it didn't even use uh, an API, it basically put a web browser inside the app and then has some special stuff to, uh, you know, make it way more convenient than using the web app for, for Gmail. And, you know, that was a great app that I used for close to 10 years. Um, and, and then Google stopped allowing their web interface to work in anything other than official, um, web browser. Um, so Google essentially shut down that app. Um, so, you know, it seems like any kind of API 
you know, you're you're at the mercy of these API vendors. And in this case, we're talking about the API that Apple provided for the mail app. Um, and you know, to me, that's kind of the story here is that you know, Apple had this sort of it wasn't an unofficial API, but it was it, it you know it wasn't it wasn't really intentional. It was it was built out of you know how Objective C worked and stuff. But they you know they they did encourage people to use it, and then they decided okay, wait, you know, this is a security hole. You know, we're going to patch that up so that, and and they built a new API, official API for mail, but then didn't put the functionality in that the old API had so that it was impossible for these vendors to update their products. You know, what the heck? I had a question so, about that. Oh, yeah. Go, Brian. Go. Oh, I was say I was so I was reading that same same point there about how the the new API, uh, I guess, is uh, limited limited functionality compared to what we used to be in place. Is it possible that it's more of a version one point and that that additional functionality may come down the road, or is it yes. just the structure of it? It's kind of like mm-hmm. kind of like locked out. No, it's it's uh, it's up to Apple. Uh, you know, like for example. A few years ago, remember they gutted the Apple Script support in all the iWork apps, and there were a lot of people that were, you know, like, "Oh my gosh!" You know, I had all these workflows based on Apple Script support for those apps, and you know, Apple got rid of it because they rewrote the apps, and um, they eventually put all that back. But it's it's basically a, it's a management decision; it's not a technical decision. It's, you know, man- management has to decide that they're going to put resources into it. And and this was a management decision that they decided, ah, you know, we don't care about people using uh, extensions. So we're not going to we're not going to put the effort into that. So, Jim, <clears throat> my email history is is very is pretty much mirrors yours. I was using Mailplane as well. I love Mailplane. I interviewed the. Uh, the, the developers at Macworld. Really nice guys. Yeah, really nice guys uh, a couple of times. Um, so I was distressed when, you know, when Mailplane was going away. Then, and I think I said Mimecast. I'm sorry. I meant Mimestream. That, that's what I'm using. Mm-hmm. As, and it is. You're you're right. It's a terrific app. Um, and I, I very much enjoy it. And, and, and Neil is also a really nice guy. I've gotten to know him a little bit over the last few months. Yeah. So... In, I mean, there are there are some. If you're a Gmail user, there's some decent alternatives out there. I can't speak to the API part because I'm not a developer, you know. But Jim, you brought up the fact that you know they they shut some of this down because of security, which is, you know, that's a, that's a legitimate thing. Um, what I can't speak to is how much functionality could be put back in <clears throat> without opening the same those same security holes. Well, you know, what they had was a system that wasn't really an API. It was, it was, it was just that Objective C had this thing. Remember, we used to have Haxies and stuff like that. Objective C is sort of extensible by default. And, you know, Apple has gradually closed that off, but in in mail, they had left that open uh, to some extent. Um, So the API that mail had was not so much an intentional API that Apple designed 
as you know more that people were able to go in and reverse engineer how it, the classes inside mail worked and you know access it that way so then apple was like okay we're going to shut that down i think that probably was a good idea on on two fronts sort of related one is this you know it could be a security issue and also they're you know i'm sure they're moving to swift and swift doesn't work the same way so that kind of extension is not possible so you know that was probably uh precluding them from redoing some parts of mail and in swift but so then they're like you know but now there's this established you know api marketplace and vendors and whatnot and people using it um you know it would have been awfully nice if apple had you know looked at that and said okay how can we you know they don't have to open you know you know the door wide open but look at what these people are doing maybe even talk to them you know what do you need but you know they didn't do that um Brad in the chat room says that um something called letter opener will be missed. Uh that TNF's enough is a manual substitute. So I don't I am not familiar with TNF's enough. I have no idea what it is or what it's a substitute for. Brad, if you can elaborate on that, I'll report whatever your answer is. Um, yeah, I haven't heard of that one either. Yeah, he brings up SpamSiv. I don't know if SpamSiv relied on some of those APIs or not, since it functions with such a broad range of of uh, of mail clients. So, but that would be another potential one that might. TNF enough allows Max to read and extract files from Microsoft TNF stream files, usually received by SMTP-based email programs. Okay. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Uh, <clears throat> providing a windmill.dat solution to the Mac community. Oh, well, there's <laughs> there you go. Windmill. Web, I'm with you. I, I I dislike Outlook passionately, but, you know, I have to use it. Same here. I have to use it. I guess maybe. Oh, you have to use that... it, David? Yes. I'm sorry, Jim. I was going to say, it sounds like maybe that's a program that allows you to use Apple Mail when you're interrupting, interoperating with uh, Outlook users. It makes it, maybe that's what it is. I, I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, so, and, 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 and web, you, you know, Outlook, Outlook on the Mac is, is, I guess, tolerable. Outlook, Outlook on iOS, though, is just, I mean, it's sad. They keep changing it. That's the thing. The problem with Outlook for iOS, it's just like every other day. I seem like, what's this button? I think what was the last thing I saw on here was just some thing of composing a, a message. It's like all of a sudden this button's down here. I'm like, what the heck is this? It, it's it, it, I think it was like a, uh, um, what was it? It was like a, yeah, a new email, like a big, big, big green, a big blue button here. You can just tap it and say, you can you have access to your Use voice, Teams call, book work event, new event, new message, and it's all. They think that this button here floating is going to uh, give you uh, ease of use. <laughs> you know, I don't want to take us too far off, but, but yeah, David, I saw that. And it's like, this just feels like such a Microsoft thing that they're trying to pack everything into one app and, you know, have it all at the top level. 
and and it just all it does is confuse you. I mean, and and yep. if you almost have to to draw yourself out of flowchart, and the trouble is by you know by next Tuesday that flowchart will need to be revised because right. they've changed something. So, yeah, avoid oh, avoid Outlook. So, and I, I mean the Apple Mail thing. It'll be interesting to watch as time goes on and see how much of a clamor there is. See if folks can find a workaround or. If it just means you're going to have to go to a whole new mail client to accomplish what you've been doing with Apple Mail, I haven't dabbled in any of the third-party apps. So you know, for me, I mean, I've uh, the third-party plugins. I should say, I mean, I use Apple Mail just just so I stay on top of things and just use it for as a as an additional um, workflow for email. But uh, you know, I I use Outlook only because I have to stay familiar with it, and I use those two only because of that reason. So. Ben, what's your email client of choice? Uh, Edison Mail. Oh, that's right. You did say what? Tell us about Edison Mail. I'm not. I've know of it, but I'm not familiar at all with what the benefits of it are. Um, for me, it's just that it works. I've had issues with Apple Mail. Unfortunately, I started having a few issues with Spark. Uh it was this was request this edison mail was suggested to me by uh, patrice brendamore who also uses it and i'm i you know i'm happy with it it just works as email hey that's that's all you need yeah brian how about you what uh, what do you use or what are, do you have to use well i actually am embarrassed to say probably the one I use most is actually Outlook, um, <laughs> but I'm listening to these different suggestions and I'm going to have to give them a try. Uh, I do use Apple Mail uh, on a lesser occasion, um, but yeah, both uh, for work purposes, I do use Outlook. But then personally, um, I had started uh, uh, I started using Outlook, um, the web-based version for a long time, and then um, you know started using it on the phone. And I, I actually don't have too many complaints, although I'm not composing messages too often on the personal side of things. Mm-hmm. Um, so from the iOS point of view, um, you know, for reading messages, it's not too bad. Um, however, um, what, for work purposes, I mostly use the desktop client and uh, have had, you know, it, it works fine. Okay. Well, hey, that's, you know. It it all depends on what works for you. If that's if it's sufficient for what you do, that's great. I I, I will just add that uh, I do have to use Outlook whenever I want to establish uh, server based rules. Um, it's a lot easier right. to do it on the the web client, especially on, on Outlook, um, as opposed to uh, in, in the the Mac client. And uh, <laughs> forget it, trying to set those up in Apple Mail. It just yeah. it, two different yeah. worlds. So. But uh, so I do use it on some occasions, but my my mail client of choice is still Apple Mail. This edition of Mac Voices is supported by Notion. Do your most efficient work with Notion projects at notion.com slash Mac Voices. Project management is a necessary evil, but sometimes that's because you're jumping between tabs at best and different programs or services at worst. But now you don't have to any longer. Today, I'm excited to share that Notion has just launched Notion Projects, which includes new powerful ways to manage projects and leverage the power of their built-in AI features too. Notion Projects combines project management with your docs, knowledge base, and AI features too, 
so you can stop jumping between tools and stop paying too much for them too. Notion is super customizable as well. View projects in any way you like as a timeline, table, or Kanban board. There's also powerful filtering and automation features so you can work exactly the way you want. I've been using Notion's integrated AI to improve my project descriptions and communication. It really makes a difference when you're having trouble finding just the right words for a complex description. And if you don't like the first suggestion, just try it again. Do your most efficient work with Notion projects. You can try it for free today at notion.com slash macvoices. That's all lowercase letters, notion.com slash macvoices. When you use my link, you're supporting my show. Go right now to notion.com slash macvoices. Thanks to Notion for supporting Mac Voices. Yeah, Brad says Apple Mail for some people have had problems with MS Exchange and MS Outlook worked for them. Right. So I don't know. David, is that? Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah. I mean, that's okay. why a lot of companies block it. They don't want I mean, people who use Macs on their enterprise environment don't don't want it to be used because it's, you know, it's, it's not a good thing for support as well as uh in the world of exchange and you're, you're doing exchange online, you're not, there's no exchange servers these days, uh, that, uh, it's going to be, a, it's going to be a challenge, uh, to get it to work properly. I've, I've tried it before it's blocked for me. <laughs> so, uh, but I mean, Outlook in, its, in itself works fine in the enterprise. I mean, I have to use it on both Mac and on Windows. Mm -hmm. there, there's obviously more advantages on, on Windows, having access to address books and things like that that I need, especially if managing distribution lists and that kind of thing in, in, the, in that environment. Um, but for the most part, I mean, I've, I, I try to live with, on a Mac 100% of the time and for work. And let, let's put it this way, there's challenges. I mean, I'll, I'll give you a good example on the Mac side. You know, you got the MSG extension that when you when you save an email, and then you have the EML extension. Can't open MSG files on a Mac. You have to go elsewhere. Or my workaround is go to the web-based version of Outlook for for work and add it as an attachment, and then open it. And I, I'm I'm resisting so much to not have to go to my PC to look at it that mm -hmm. I'll do a workaround like that. But I I don't understand that piece of on the Mac side why you can't open MSG. Uh, file extension, which is an email that's saved. So is is it a matter of, of making Apple Mail work with Microsoft? You said it's difficult to get it to make work. Is that Apple's fault or is that Microsoft's fault? Or is probably, it somewhere in between? Probably a combination yes. of both. Yeah, as I yes. say, combination of both. He got he he answered even quicker for me. Because yeah, it I I've attempted to get it configured before trying to get to it, you know, getting to, to the server, try to work and it works for the most part. It just doesn't behave properly. Mm -hmm. I mean, Wouldn't I mean, it be great if there's a plugin that handled that, that yeah. dot MSG? Sorry. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, I agree with you. I mean, I, I don't, I'm sure you, you, you experience it, uh, oh, yeah. uh, web with you because you are using Apple mail in an enterprise environment and, uh, uh, I'm sure you have plenty of challenges and you're calling your, your help desk and it's like, why isn't this working? And they're saying switch to Outlook, right? <laughs> and I say, you got to find another solution. So. And especially on this, on the head of this company, I want you to find a solution. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It's just one of those things, but whatever email client you use, if it does, if it works for you, great. If not, there are a lot of options out there, and there is on I, uh, iOS and Mac. 
and web-based solutions, just what David was saying. You know, there's nothing wrong with a web-based solution if you if that's the way you want to go. So go out and experiment a little bit. Next item I had is more of a fun one, I guess. Um, and that is that uh, at the Apple TV show Silo has been uh, renewed for a second season. And a, a whole bunch of articles in the last couple of weeks have, you know, pointed this out as, you know, one of the top shows, uh, one of the top shows for Apple TV, as mm-hmm. well as just one of the top shows, period. Uh, and I'm curious to see, is anybody here, has, is anybody here following that or watching it? Oh, yes. I love it. Yeah. In fact, I just watched I, it about an hour before the show, the latest episode. Um, so good. Yeah. yeah. I, I want to ask you which one, Ben, because I think I'm caught up, but I'm not sure. But anyway, um, the, the, don't, the, the, don't, the don't say, don't, yeah, don't spoil. Don't spoil. I, I, I was going to say the episode that Common was really good as the bad guy, but that's all of them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it is. Um, and I think we talked about this on the show before, but I've, I've kind of burned out on the whole post-apocalyptic things. Mm-hmm. But this one caught my attention, and it's really, really, really well done. And yeah. so if you haven't tried it out, go go check it out. This is another one of those that there's a good reason that it's it's rising to the top of the charts. So it's and it's I mean, since Apple TV. And so it's great. Brian, um, I saw you that you responded up positively that you're into it. Yeah, I, I love this show. Um, I'm into video games too. And one of the things that sparked my interest when I saw the original previews, uh, if anyone's a fan of uh, the video game Fallout series, mm-hmm. uh, like with the vaults and everything, and you know, not being able to experience the the real world outside the vault without uh, equipment, uh, it kind of you know, made me think, oh, this is kind of like that. And and the show kind of takes different twists and turns that I think takes it away from that aspect a little bit. But that's what initially gained my interest. But uh, yeah, it's fantastic. Just the way that it, uh, every episode just un- unravels a different piece of the story and a different aspect to see. I, it's, I love it. I really, yeah, yeah. I, and I heard it's based, being based off of a book. I'm really hoping, or a series of books. I'm just really hoping that it's, um, uh, it has a great endpoint in mind, that type of thing that doesn't just kind of ravel into there's, you know, shows like, in my opinion, Lost, how Lost just kind of went out there a little bit, you know, those lost. first season or two. Yeah, exactly. A yeah. Little. First couple of seasons are phenomenal. And then what happened? Yeah. I never could get into that show. Lost. Yeah. <laughs> those are hours I'll never get back. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> They're lost. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll 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 try. I you know I tried a couple times and I never could never could catch me. And then after everything that happened and 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 I mean the way that I guess it came to an end, everybody was complaining. It's like, well, I'm glad I didn't waste my time on that. Yeah. So no, it's um, great to see Apple TV Plus is just just more and more titles. Like it seems like daily, good stuff. Yeah, yeah I mean between. Uh, silo, uh, got my br- uh, foundation severance. They have some shows that you really, if you're into that kind of serious drama, they're really gripping. Yep, 
Did any was any anybody here a fan of uh, at any level of C? I started liking the, the actually the last season the most I think. You know, I, and I think by that point it may have already been decided that it wasn't coming back after that. But the first season was a little was a little out there for me. I, I felt like the first season, uh, the last episode of the first season brought me back to season two, and from there. You know, a couple places it was a little bit slow, um, but I'm with you, Brian. The third by the third at the third season, it felt like it finally got the right pace, and you know, you wanted to see what was going to happen next 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 time. So, if you're somebody if if you're looking for something, you know, that is already finished, and you know, and, and I felt like it wrapped it up with a reasonably decent ending. Um, you know, it's I think it's a it's good just. Be prepared. It's going to start out a little slow because you sort of have to learn about their world and mm-hmm. be, before you kind of lock into it. Anything else on Apple TV before we go? Any any other shows that are are hot or? Um, I've anybody? been getting into to uh, Platonic. I've been liking that show. It's a comedy um, with uh, Seth Rogen, Rose Byrne. No, nope, not everybody's Burn, yeah. like. Not everybody's liked it, but I, I find it I find it uh, enjoyable. It's on my queue. Yeah. yeah. I'll have to check that it's been, out. It's, it's had mixed reviews, but I I I, I I'm enjoying it. I think Seth one Rogen that's coming up. Me up. <laughs> I was going to say one that's coming up uh, for season two. I think pretty soon is uh, After Party, and uh, I really like the first season. So. As people prepare maybe for season two to watch, if you haven't seen season one, it's it's enjoyable. Yeah. Every episode there's is its also, own kind of genre. Yeah, there's also that one with uh, Maya Rudolph that's coming back. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, where she's the divorcee who has the foundation. God, I forget called, the name of it. It's a limit? I was called that. Oh, I'm forgetting it, too. I'll look it up. Yeah. This is the interesting thing about Apple TV, though. Now, you've, you all brought up after party i have no idea what after party is i just i had it hasn't caught my attention and i haven't seen enough promotion about it loot that's it yes loot 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 yes yeah i'll say for after party a good good analogy might be the like the movie clue like the whodunit uh type Mm -hmm. yeah you know with a comical twist to it well, yeah, that, that's not what I was expecting with that name. I thought it would be uh, kind of more like the Bridesmaids type comedy. Mm-hmm. Uh, so just go over to Apple TV. You're bound to find something you, you will like. Yeah. Um, I know Foundation's coming back for the second season here in, mm-hmm. is it a month or so, I guess? Um, yeah, just uh, middle of July, I think. July, yeah, so that's so coming up and... He's worried with this writer strike. He keeps going on. It's, yeah. it's, going, it's going to be a trouble. Yeah. Well, I just saw today, and I don't have a link for it, but I saw a piece that apparently Tim Cook is pushing uh, for a Ted Lasso season four. Is he? Uh, which would be interesting. And in I saw way, Brendan Hunt mention that in an interview. Yeah. In a in a way, I, I mean, I, I that would be great. In a way. I almost feel like they they ended it so well that I hate to see it happen. So, um, yep. Um, from what I hear, there might be two spinoffs: one about Ted back home, 
and uh, another about the Rich- Richmond football team uh, with it, with the current set of characters. Well, Sometimes we'll the spinoffs do well. Cheers and Frasier. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah Ladder was just coming back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You just, yeah. I mean, the chemistry between and the, with the cast was so good mm-hmm. that, you know, you wonder if, if you remove some of those pieces, if it all comes crumbling down or mm-hmm. if it just restructures itself. So we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. I feel like we almost have to mm-hmm. touch on this is not necessarily Apple, but I, but I think it's important. Um, the whole Reddit drama. You know, now we have hackers involved, demanding $45 million and uh, that the API changes uh, be rolled back or they will leak um, 80 gigs of data. That's it? (laughs) That much data? (laughs) Well, but keep in mind that, you know, so much of Reddit is, is text. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So 80 gigs, you know, could be a whole, and, and I, I've not seen it said anywhere exactly what that could be or what, what it, you know, what that data might include. You, you would assume there's got to be some privacy stuff there. Yeah. But I don't yeah, know. who knows? It might even include Mark Fuccio. It's possible. Well, uh, oh, speak of the devil. <laughs> It looks like where's Waldo? <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Mark. Or a Disney film hey, in the Mark. background. Hey, Mark. Hey, Ben. <laughs> Brian, Jim. Hey, hey Brian. Hey, Mark. Love the uh, background. No Hello, Webb. Oh, yeah. David's there in the center. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's out of space. He's out of space. Uh, Sorry place. I'm late. I, uh, I, I didn't see anything, and then I just checked a little while ago and saw that uh, you know there was a late invitation sent out. I, my email must have, my Slack must have been slow. Yeah, no problem. Mark, if you can give us a little more volume, uh, it'd be great if if that's okay. possible. I'll try getting closer to the mic. How is that? That's much better. Much, much okay. better. Okay, good. Yeah. yeah. Um, we're just discussing the Slack situation, uh, the the ransom uh, demands and Reddit. Re- what did I say? Slack. Yeah, sorry. Yes, scratch that. Reddit, nothing wrong with Slack. Slack is under control. We um, love Slack. Yeah, yeah we love Slack. Uh, it's Reddit that seems to be having issues. Um, and, of course, you know, this was this whole thing happened after the big blackout. Yes. Uh, and and But I do have a question, and I I was not able to readily find an answer uh, when I when I thought of this. Does how much control do I guess the 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 sysops or I forget now what they call them on Reddit moderators 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 thank you yes how much how much control do the moderators have and what I mean by that is it, they have they obviously have the the ability to black out you know or make private their uh, their forums the question I had though is. Is it possible for Reddit itself to say, you know what, we don't want any of our forums closed, and you can't close the moderator, so we're just going to open them right back up against your wishes and against your will? Theoretically, yes. Mm-hmm. That said, when you're a, a service that is entirely based on user-generated content, uh 
ultimately alienating their their user base could cost them the company. Well, they're doing a pretty good job of that right now. Like I said, CEO doesn't seem to be too worried about that. (laughs) (laughs) Next time on Mac Voices, the panel continues their examination of the conflict between Reddit's management and its users. That's next time on Mac Voices. I'll see you then. As always, I'm Chuck Joyner. Thanks for watching. Visit macvoices.com for show notes and to connect with Chuck on social media. Get involved in our Facebook group or like our Facebook page and get more out of your Apple tech with Mac Voices Magazine, free on Flipboard and on the web. And if you find value in it all, consider supporting us through either our Patreon campaign at patreon.com macvoices or by making a one-time donation via the PayPal link on our front page and in the show notes of each episode. You will join these fine people who help bring you Mac Voices. Advertising handled by Backbeat Media at backbeatmedia.com. Bandwidth provided by Cashfly at cashfly.com.